Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So today I want to talk about how to learn tunes, a strategy for learning tunes. Now, this is very important, of course, if you're a pro musician, you want to get on stage and not have a bunch of music stands and iPads in front of you. But I'm not talking so much to the professional musicians here. I'm not talking to you guys at all, sorry. I'm talking to the adult amateurs. Those are the people that I gear these videos towards. Those are the people I love working with. So. Thank you for being here. You folks need to learn memorized tunes because it helps you get deeper inside the music. You become a better musician when you memorize songs. I know because I railed against this as a younger player. It just wasn't comfortable for me. I didn't think it was a bad idea. I just didn't do it. It was when I started memorizing songs that my playing really took off. And I've seen this with other people, many other people. So I'm really encouraging folks to just memorize a couple songs. It gets so much easier. And the strategy, that's what we're gonna talk about here today. I've done a couple previous videos on how to learn tunes, and this goes along with those. So we'll talk about those in a second. Um, this is, I think, video 98, maybe, of the Digging Deeper series, 98 of these videos. And there was a couple series before this. I've done a bunch, a bunch of videos every week. And we're coming up to number 100, and there's gonna be a couple cool announcements uh, in with that. So I'm gonna give you one little cool announcement for today on video 98. Um, in 2020, next year, I'm gonna be going to Germany to do some jazz and saxophone workshops. And I'm gonna be making some other stops in Europe, in Western Europe. I'll go to Eastern Europe too. So I'm interested in where you are and where you want me to come. So if there's folks in London that want to uh, get together and put together a workshop there, let's do it. You let me know where you're at and we'll take it from there. So uh, we're starting out in Germany, so I'll be telling you much more about that. So I'm very excited about that. Okay, let's dig into this idea. Now on the sheet, you can see a simple set of chord changes. These chord changes are in the key of C. So you can see the last four measures of these chords are a two, five, one, progression in C. That's one of the things that lets us know we might be in C. We end at the end of the tune in C. There's a cadence that takes us to C. So now what I'm saying is these eight measures occur in many, many, many songs. And they're almost always, well, in, in the instance I'm talking about here, these chord changes are always the last eight measures of a song. So you can see a list here, a bunch of songs you know, all of me, and all the things you are, and wave, and the Billy Joel song, Just the Way You Are, has these chords in that spot. So this is how you can memorize songs. This is how pros know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs, because they're made from the same material, right? It's like a baker that knows how to make 20 different kinds of cookies. Well, if you know how to make a basic cookie, it's variations. It's like an architect or a builder who can design or build houses that look entirely different from each other. But if you understand foundations, if you understand 90 degree angles, I don't have to go on. You understand, right? So when we understand some of these little pieces, we build from there. And we realize that all these songs that we love in the jazz repertoire are put together elements that exist in other places. It's rare to find a song that just came out of nowhere, that just doesn't have a precursor harmonically or melodically. That's a difficult thing. And yes, that will be a difficult song probably, difficult to learn. 
but that's why we don't learn that song first. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to play the song All of Me. I'm going to play through, I'm just going to start in the middle of the song, um, starting in the 17th measure, just the middle of the tune. I'm going to improvise a little bit, and I want you to listen for these last eight measures. So I'm going to play for eight, and then when we get to the last eight, that's going to be what's on the sheet here. Um, so I want you to hear these chord changes. You've heard them so many times. So now I'm telling you they're a thing. Pay attention to them. Learn them. And I'm also going to play this really classic lick that we hear people play all the time in this spot on those eight measures. So let me play it. We'll talk on the other side. So what do you think? Did those chord changes sound familiar? And maybe you're not used to listening inside the music for the chords, for the bass, for the harmony played by the piano. But it's there and you've heard it millions of times. So maybe you did hear, oh yeah, that sounds like something I've heard. I wasn't playing the melody. I told you I was playing the song All of Me, but I wasn't really. I was improvising over it. So maybe you heard that, or maybe you heard that classic melody I would love to know who played that first. Is it a quote from some tune back in the 20s? I don't even know. I've just heard everybody play that thing in that spot in all of these songs. So maybe that lets you know that that's what's going on. So if the video ended right now, that would be just fine. This idea of understanding, if I memorize these eight measures... I know a bunch of songs, right? I know a quarter of a bunch of songs. Eight measures is one quarter of a 32-measure tune. So that's how we can learn this stuff. And uh, let me take one, one quick thing. I want to let you know, uh, Jazzwire. This is the kind of stuff we're working on at jazzwire.net until May 1st. That's literally a handful of days from now. May 1st, 2019. If you register, apply, come on with us, you get 50% uh, off your application fee and use the code digging spring. And we would love to work with you here. This is the kind of stuff that we do day in, day out in all three of the communities at Jazzwire. We're working on songs, analyzing songs, talking about them with each other, posting ourselves playing. So this is where you're gonna learn how to memorize tunes. But today I wanted to give you this little sample. And I did mention there's a couple other videos that I did where we looked at another classic set of chord changes. So if you know this classic set and this classic set, if you know about that one from Take the A Train, and if you know about this one from the blues and this one from, uh, you know, whatever rhythm changes tune, all of a sudden, all those building blocks, you can make something, right? So let's look at these changes and see what's going on here. I pointed out earlier that this example is in the key of C. So the last four measures that you see on the sheet that is an important one to learn. That's not actually what I was thinking we were going to talk about. But yes, that 2, 5, 1, 1, that's the end of most songs. So you know the end of almost every show tune uh, Great American Songbook 
song ever written. It ends with that 251 almost exclusively, right? So there's that. Now, what happens the four measures before that? Eight from the end of the song. It is a four chord. So we're in the key of C. And so in the key of C, what would we call an F major chord? C, D, E, F. So we would call it a four chord. Now, if you're new to analyzing music, you may have some questions. Why, aren't, why don't we just call it an F chord? Why isn't that a one chord? Great questions. This video is not the place to answer that. That's a longer conversation, and it's an ongoing conversation. Jazzwire.net for you. Okay, so it's a four chord. Now, in the second measure of this example, I go to a minor four chord, to a one chord, to a six chord. This is all relative to the key of C. Four, minor four, one, six, and then the end of the progression, two, five, one, one. You memorize those numerals. That's what it is. Or if, you're, if you play all the time in the key of C for some reason, you would memorize these chords. So that cool sound of the major four chord going to the minor, that's where that great lick comes from. It's a wonderful melody. It's a repetitive melody, which is great. Theme and variation goes from major to minor. So that is such a classic chord progression. Now, here's the thing. Here's where things get a little, uh, there's some exceptions to the rule. And this is where people may get confused again. That's why having a regular conversation with a group of people is how this gets made to be a very valuable thing, right? So sometimes we see the four chord to a minor four chord, which is what I have on the sheet. Sometimes you'll see this written and, di and different lead sheets for the same song may differ. One version of all the things you are says this, the other version has this totally different chord. How can that be? They're, they're very similar chords. So instead of the F minor chord on the sheet, you notice that I said, sometimes people may write it as B flat seven, but it still works. And the lick actually still works. So if one person were playing F minor and the other were playing B flat seven, it's not the end of the world. Those chords share a lot of similarities. And again, that's something we could talk more about and we should talk much more about. So those similarities, so that will throw some people that if they're looking at two different lead sheets of all, all of me, this tune, one of them may say F minor there, the other one says B flat seven. They're kind of synonymous. Here's another exception. In the third measure where it says C major, sometimes you'll see a chord that says E minor there. I didn't put it on the sheet, but that's another possibility. So for those of you who are a little more sophisticated harmonically, you'll understand that a C major seven and an E minor seven actually share many of the same notes. So that would just be something the arranger or the orchestrator made a decision, I want this chord versus that but they would be synonymous. So as you're looking through lead sheets and as you're memorizing the next song, In Love in Vain, or one of those tunes, you'll notice, oh, the last eight measures follows this template. And it has this exception or that exception, but it's the template and it will really, really work.
So that is huge. And this is the kind of thing that will allow you to learn songs, to memorize some songs. And this discussion we had right here, no, I didn't show you, you know, the world's coolest diminished lick like maybe I did last week or something, did show you a pretty cool melody to play through here, right? And now it's not always the cool lick or the fancy new scale or the, you know, whatever interesting device that fires your brain. Oh, I wish I could learn that John Schofield lick. That's all good stuff, but this is where the rubber hits the road, is when you start understanding how harmony functions and you start looking at harmony in bigger chunks. So this video is much more valuable than 10 videos showing you 10 hip licks as far as I'm concerned. Um, this tells you where things fit, why they work, how to think of music in bigger pieces, not just the composer throwing chords at you and you trying to make your way through the forest of chords that are you know coming at your head. That's not the way we want to do it. So this idea of thinking of these last eight measures as a unit, and you will see this unit in many other places. So I hope that's helpful, and I hope this brings up a lot of questions. And as I said, jazzwire.net is the place where every week we are talking about this stuff with hundreds of adult players like you around there, learning how to you know, understand the music a little bit better, and then of course, how do we sound better on these instruments. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm gonna play a little bit on the way out and uh, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time for video number 99. And let me know where you want to uh, see me in Europe. 2020. I'll see you there.